Welcome to another episode of War Ooh. Hero to Superhero. We are here tonight together. Wait a minute, I'm not even done my tagline. Helping military veterans and first responders transform their lives from the bedroom in the real world, not virtual, to the boardroom. So you have joined us on Gotta Have Fun Month. So Wifey is back. And if you watched yesterday's episode, which she had 18 tags, which mm. Majority of them are mine, but it still counts as comments. So, and she had a ton of views, and now we're coming together to go talk about sex and intimacy. It's more than sex. We're going to talk about before, during, and after. My wife's like, oh, hell no. <laughs> so, so, it, so sex and intimacy is a full contact sport, right? If you like going to play football, baseball, basketball, everything else, sex is a full contact sport. So, like sports. We want you to win with your favorite team in an every encounter, right? We don't want to just go over and just be like, eh, one out of 10 shot. Who wants to go to a sports team and say, I lose 15 times a month? No. We want you to go win 15 times a month if you're attempting 15 times a month or 1.5 times a month. That's your ratio. That's your call. So tonight, we're going to share some tactics. Yeah, because it's military. We're always tactics. Sexual tactics. Yeah. Take it and merge it together. Bam. Before, during, and after. And this will not be crass. We will not start breaking out objects and saying like, hey, we're nude. Because I am always with pants on no matter where I'm at. Except during that time, right? So we're going to go jump on in and talking about how to go over and thrive before, during, and after. From a male and female perspective. And when wifey gets comfortable, she'll start talking. So... We're going to go jump into the before action because before can be a long time, right? Ladies and gentlemen, it could be sometimes hours and sometimes days, especially if you're going over, you're raging, if you know what I mean. So how do you go over and, and go before so both people are ready to go during? You know what I'm saying? So we're going to jump that in. Tactic number one, you got to woo during the day. You did that when you were dating. My wife talked about yesterday the five-minute rule. She was wooing me back in for another five minutes. It was actually about 30 minutes. And you kept going over and you wanted to be one another. And you couldn't keep your hands off each other. And words of affirmation and physical touch and all the love languages were all together. And then early in the honeymoon stage, gone. And then you're expected all day to come home after a hard day of work. Either one of you both working and one's in the mood. And you didn't go over and do a thing. You're like, let's get it on. And they're like, uh, didn't happen. So wooing during the day. So what does that mean practically? Wifey, what's a good way that I would woo you to get you pumping, pumping throughout the day? I would think just serving and just the hugs and just the little little pieces of, you know, physical intimacy throughout the day, like the hugs and the I love yous and a little, just a little things. It's not like big things, but if you don't do anything small during the day, mm -hmm. it's like you know when you're when you know when you want to have intimacy. I'm I'm like if you haven't done anything to build up to that, then it's harder to be in a mental space to want to proceed in in that activity. Yep, same thing for guys. Not as much, you know. It depends. We're going to talk about sexual styles on Saturday. So if you really want to know your sexual style or hers or his sexual style to get the things flowing because if you don't understand that you're going to be wooing the wrong way but that's the thing so a person like me i am actually more mentally stimulated than mm -hmm. sexually stimulated i don't go over and get up in the morning like yeah if you got me here you got me here and you got me down there you know what i'm saying 
So you got to woo me here. You don't woo me here. This ain't going to go. And, you know, as you get older, you definitely need the heart to go operate the rest, if you know what I mean. So <laughs> you got to go over and woo, you know, hopefully, hopefully that's another topic, another time on that particular thing. But you got to go over and woo during the day. Tactic number two, make the home comfortable and relaxing. So where does most intimacy happen across America? Hopefully the bedroom. No, it's actually not. What happens actually is the hotels because well, it's true. comfortable, it's relaxing. Most of your most vivid moments were like either on the cruises you went on or vacations or hotel. Things are always better when it's more comfortable and relaxing. So you're trying to bring your home as an Engedi. So this bedroom looks relaxing, right? And you don't think about that. Even when you go over a friend's house or you go visit or whatever, their house is comfortable. Their house is relaxing. We've all done it. We've been at a friend's house, a family person's house, whatever. The place is comfortable, all set up. Guess what? You're doing it. And you feel convicted because it's not your home, but it felt so comfortable and relaxing. And things started to go, yeah. <laughs> you got to go do the same thing for your home. You know, you got to make it comfortable and relaxing. It's got to be a balance between both. You know, for me personally, it's like comfortable, relaxing in the bedroom for me is things organized and set up. So I do the work and clean it up. My wife don't care. She wants it more emotionally relaxing. She wants it physically relaxing. She she needs massage and all those types of things to make the comfortable home relaxing. It's the mood too. Like I used to come in from year one to year seven and wife, you can attest to this. And I didn't come in relaxing. I came in like chillaxing. No, that was chilling, relaxing. I didn't come in chillaxing. I came out like swinging verbally emotionally i did not set the mood for relaxing so when i was like yeah she was like and the bed got more love than me so so what do you think about that honey do you agree go over that says you have to make the room comfortable absolutely and it, and it just depends what you and your spouse define as comfortabilities you know some people may not be as ocd and can handle a little more clutter or you know and then also having a very very good lock on your door we were going to get to that during. Okay. Yes. But she's already, she's already. But that's part of the comfortability in, of, of the area. So that might be your before or your during, or maybe all during all three locked door, locked door, locked door before, during, after. So whatever that is. Going to number one is to connect. Again, could be hours, could be days, it could be a deployment and whatnot. You could have been not having intimacy for weeks or months. Like I know some couples that are on a 18th month, almost sabbatical in a sense, because she's out traveling, he's got the kids. And you could be like, we haven't had sex in forever. But if you aren't connecting during that time, from the time from one episode to another episode, it doesn't go over and work. You know, you could go do the physical action and go over and do what, but you're not having true sex and intimacy if you're not going connecting. So how are you connecting throughout the day? Let me show you the most beautiful thing, how to connect. And we do this every day. We're already on it eight hours a day. So tell me what it is. Put it in the comments. I'm going to give you a second. So what way could you go and connect and you use it at least eight hours a day? Come on, you're live. You can put a comment in there. We can read it. You guys are not there yet. But anyway, guess what it is? That was an old song from an old day. I know. I don't have any cool jams anymore. But your cell phone, you could go over and text especially if your spouse is words of affirmation. If your spouse is words of affirmation, you can go connect through that way. You can still mentally connect because 98% of people still answer their phone when they get a text. So take about 15 seconds out of your day. There's already about 8 billion texts getting sent a day. 
send them to your spousey. So then you can warm up the bedroom while you go because it doesn't matter who you are. You could have a high sex drive or a low sex drive. If you're not connected over time, everybody has no sex drive. So go over and connect. Now we're going to go into the next one. And I'm going to ask wifey to expand on this one. Remove the burdens. What burdens could I remove from your day to go over and empower you to go over and for things to happen lighter? Well, I'd say take on some of the things that are causing me stress, like some functions with the kids or some of the housework and or some or or sending me somewhere to do something to decompress so I can deal with the stress. So I'm not bringing that stress into the bedroom and at the time that we're supposed to be together isn't consumed with, you know, tasks that really could have been handled later on, you know, earlier on in the day. So my kudos that I got yesterday is I went over and took off the air conditioning oh, and I could, took over something else. I forgot the other thing. Oh, it was a light bulb and they never did a day. They didn't come in. But at least got the tickets out there, went over and paid the rent because if those burdens are on your mind or her mind or his mind or anybody else, you go over and you're not going to come out today. I'm like, you know, yeah. And if their mind is there. Not going to have a loving feeling. No. <laughs> no. And that's the same thing for guys. There's going to be stressors that go over and burn you. When I used to cross the threshold every day and I had to learn to grow in this is that the house, you know, in the early years wasn't taken care of. And the kids were, were still growing through that. But I've had to learn to say, if I want to increase intimacy frequency, gentlemen, and I, I'm not trying to be harsh, but just going to be direct because it's the majority of gentlemen. When we cross the threshold, we need to be in the game like we talked about the other day and help to go over and remove those burdens so we can have that time. We want the Engedi for everybody. And Engedi is basically a desert oasis. It's an old biblical word. It came from the Song of Solomon, but it's a very powerful word. You want to have your home to be your Engedi, especially your bedroom. Your bedroom needs to be your Engedi so to remove those burdens from the living room. So then when you get into that desert oasis, you're set. You're ready to go. Those burdens are removed and everything else. So you might be needing to say, hey, I might need to jump in and help my kids homework. I need to go over and help them with their chores. I need to go over and maybe take some time and take them out to go to the shop ed or go to the BX because this is mainly military veteran audience. So be ready to remove those burdens. You're going to have a lot of burdens, too, you know. Mm -hmm. And, and women are still responsible too if they're yeah, working I mean, at if, home. If you know. you're at home and you're a wife or whoever is a stay-at-home mm -hmm. person, please carry your load. I mean, don't like leave your load for your husband or your wife to come and needlessly pick up. But there are going to be days like I have four kids, and some days are just mental, and you just cannot get to everything. And then you know you don't want to be that spouse coming in and then yelling at your your spouse about you know everything that's not done without you know understanding, you know, wh why the things aren't done. I mean, that doesn't lead to intimacy at all. It leads to a lot of conflict and just mm -hmm. distance. Yeah. And even if you're both working together, what happens is when both couples are working together, it says statistically that 81% of household chores and everything else and kids ops is still dealt by the wife. Mm -hmm. So us men need to go over and step up and we both be a hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent sacrificial, both going over and removing those burdens so then we can go over and connect in that way and, I, intimacy. and, I, and I think a big part of you know the reason that happens in society because you know like there's perceived gender roles in the home like the wife is supposed to cook the wife's supposed to do dishes the wife's supposed to do the laundry and the man's supposed to just come home and have a proper real meal 
out. And I mean, some people in, in society still have that 1950s mentality, but you know, if we come from the position of we give a hundred, a hundred, and I mean, I'll do anything he does and he'll do. He, he irons better than I do. Actually, you know? actually in chores, that, that is my jam. It is. That is my jam. I used to professionally clean. So if this ever fails epically, I might be contacting you all as leads to go over and clean your house. Oh my gosh. So, yeah, mm -hmm. if, if you need some crazy jobs to find real quick, I've done tons of them. So mm -hmm. remove the burdens. All right. So now that we got the before set up, we're primed. We're pumped. It's ready to go. You're in the bedroom. It's time to get to the during stage. Mm -hmm. All right. So don't get creeped out. <laughs> it's okay. All right. Timing is everything during during so each person has a different style and everything and timing is everything some people want it fast some people want it slow some people want it at a certain time some people don't want it at a certain time some person some people might need to take a shower before some people might do the shower during the time some people might need to wait until the kids are in bed some people are going over like that motivates me the fear of the door can open, whatever it is. Timing is everything, but you both need to come together and what that timing is. Mm -hmm. It's like for us and kids and everything else, it's like, you're not doing it at 7 p.m. They're still conscious, they're still loud. They mm -hmm. they turn the handle even when it is locked. There's, unfortunately, if you're in old space housing in certain locations, they don't, those locks work. But then don't work. You always have living in fear. So timing is everything to figure out that routine. What is during for you? And then also thinking of the other person. That person's energy might be the same or different in that regard. It's like, I'm a night person. She's a morning person. We've had to go over and learn that timing in that particular regard. She wakes up in the morning with the sun. That's not good timing. Once her mind goes, she she's on the phone. Yeah, once my so we have a we have a little joke about us. Like inside of our head, we visualize a wheel and a hamster. Mm -hmm. And I get a new hamster every morning. It, get, it just starts running on the wheel, and my thoughts just get running. But his hamster is a, like immortal, and it just kind of claws its way up and kind of no 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 it's, it drags it, it drags its <laughs> sorry one legged left every morning and gets on that wheel and the only reason it starts spinning at night is because it finally got enough energy and it built, found its it prosthetic built up the momentum to, to get itself going mm -hmm. but, but my hamster like burns out by 5 p.m i'm pretty done yeah so you got to balance that thing because the reality is with kids and everything else and whatnot but timing is everything there's got to be some sacrifice in between the timing and whatnot but the long story short is timing is everything number two know their style we're going to expand on this more on saturday so if you want to learn your sexual personality style we're going to be doing that at 10 a.m so 10 to 10 30. going to be a little more relaxed well i can't guarantee that my wife likes dressing like a queen she always is no matter what she wears but I don't know. She she could be she could be a weather girl. She could be a TV host. Mm -hmm. Everything else. We're gonna we're we're relaunching our show, so I guess we're getting towards there. So know your style. Are you a dominant person in the bedroom? Do you like to be really creative? Do you go over and like to be the really sweet person that doesn't go over and leads? And you're like, yeah, just do what you gotta do to me. Or you're like the person that's like the quarterback. And you're like, you got to go over and review everything and everything's got to be tactical. And I'm like, the leg's got to be 42 and a half degrees to the left. Left, I said left. You know, 
So we're going to talk about that uh, more on Saturday, but there is sexual personality styles. The book is called Body and Soul. We're going to expand on that. It's a fantastic book. Uh, Sandy Coleman, uh, Cole Coleman, I always hack his name. He, he loves me promoting his book, so he's already given me permission. But yeah, go read Body and Soul if you really want to connect with that on Saturday. But you got to know their style. I'm a totally different style. Like we even got that confused early in marriage. Like my wife thought you're dolphin. It's just gonna go real quick, and all your concern is about yourself, and then you're just gonna leave me behind. Nope. Mm-hmm. I'm more of the inspiring style. I want to wow you, but you need to be okay for me to wow you. And I'm only wowing my wife, so I'm not wowing any of you unless it's on the show and it's all CP <laughs> 14 and below. So, but know your spouse's style because that's gonna help you to go over and connect, and that actually frees that person. You know, sex in the early years, it was like rigid and everything else. And you're like, eh. you're like, yeah, we got the deed done. We had four kids, but it wasn't freeing mm-hmm. until we learned each other's style and learning how to go over and warm them up. And it's not even just talking about sexual style. What do you have to do during to go over and get them motivated? Do you know them inside and out, not just in a sense of inside and out, you know? So you got to know their style because that's really going to connect. Your intimacy will get greater. Because it doesn't make logical sense, right? You can just go over and say, oh, it's just a physical action. No, it's more than that. It's physical, it's emotional, it's spiritual, it's practical, it's behavioral. What you act on in the boardroom, you'll act in the bedroom. Your bedroom is your first response of your personality style, and then you go out. So talking about know your style. Going into the next one, don't rush. This was just an overall rule of thumb and a sense of psychology on guys versus girls. Guys, average, do you remember how long average? Mm-mm. Take a guess. Two minutes? Oh, God, we're all screwed. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that's another thing. That's another medical. That's called, that's, that's, called, some, that's, that's called medical sexual trauma, and that's not our show. But <laughs> the average guy goes over and lasts about 10 minutes, but the average woman oh, yeah, lasts right. about 20 minutes. From desire, from desire to excitement to orgasm yeah, to release, yeah, the gotcha. Dior model. I gotcha. So don't rush because each person's different. And if that person, if you didn't do the before prep, guys, guys can naturally guys can just go and they don't need as much before prep. It depends. I need before prep. That's just me. But it, 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 it's like, but the ladies, and again, depends on the ladies, but in general, takes longer. They got to be mentally, emotionally, socially safe. Not all. Some ladies can just go like, you know, if you get two dominant lovers, male and female. Oh, yeah. It's like sexual conquest, you know, but you're going to usually going to have opposite styles. We'll talk more about know your style on Saturday, but don't rush it because you can do it more than once. More than once is actually okay. And sometimes you as the guy might need to go over because you're naturally just faster. Maybe it's time not to rush into you know, you go over and you do things well with your wife. So then you can go after because at the end of the day, after it's said and done, you know, you might want to go again, which is great. More intimacy, frequency, the better. But the thing is, is that if you're all good, usually you don't want women to be your, your wife to be sexually unsatisfied. It's just it's just not right. So that's just my personal opinion. I've, I've heard so many statistics that so many women that don't go over and get to orgasm, they don't get to go over and be happy and everything else. Guys, it's more for guys than girls on this particular part. Take a little longer. You're going to get there eventually. You get her there, you'll get there. You know what I'm saying? So don't rush it. And more than once, it's okay. So, And lastly, during the whole entire experience, again, now we know exactly at 20 minutes it's over. 
<laughs> the biggest thing is to be in their moment. So, wifey, when I'm in my moment and I'm concerned about my stuff, are you going over and having fun? Mm -hmm. No, when I'm concerned about me. Oh, no. When I'm concerned. No. Yeah, I was going to no. say, when I'm concerned no. all about me. No, when it, selfishness is not a good, you know, um, prescription for bedroom. Yeah. If you take it both and you're both in their moment and you're both, you're, you're, I'm trying to satisfy her. She's trying to satisfy me. Sex is better. Then trying to go over like, gotta get my stuff, gotta get my Dior on. <laughs> and it doesn't, it, it doesn't work long term. It might work for a moment, but then that sexual frustration and everything else. And then problems stem from coming out of the bedroom and then going to the boardroom and everything else. So be there in the moment, be in their moment. So it's going to take some time. We are naturally, we can naturally be selfish people. We just concerned about us, but be there in the, in their moment. And again, and I'm not talking about six seconds. I'm there. I, I, I love you. And just get back to yourself. The moment means for the time that you're with. So now the cigars are out. Things are over. You're breaking out your digital newspaper and everything else. Now we're talking about the after moments. So wifey's going to expand on this one because she put this comment in here. So we're going to talk about, don't forget to spoon. And I thought, we need utensils? Oh, so what is spoon? It's, it's not spoo. It's spoon. I said spork. <laughs> I said spork. No, no, mm. no sporking. No, just remember to, you know, it's good to just have that time to connect and just relax and just, you know, be together in that moment. I mean, life move so quickly throughout the day and it's just they just taking that time just to be in that moment because you know that moment's gonna end and then you have to you know move on to other things so now gentlemen i'm gonna give you this heads up in the early part of marriage i was like fork knife what spoon <laughs> and in the early part of marriage you might not be ready for that but let's think about this guys who has the most amount of heart attacks still we do and spooning has been medically proven to reduce heart rate, in a sense, keep down stress and all these other well, things. Well, it also releases oxytocin as well. It's like the cuddle bonding hormone as well. Mm -hmm. So it helps to keep that bond. That's what intimacy is supposed to do is help keep you bonded to your partner. Mm -hmm. And that is part of the bonding. So I don't need to take heart medication anymore. No, I don't take any heart medication. But there's days I'm like, my heart's like, because I already have vitamin D deficiencies, tightness in chest sometimes. I was like early 30 and I was like, my you're arm's old, going down. You're an old soul. I'm an old soul and old body. So spooning is now like, I look at it, it's like. Has anybody heard about that mattress? And this is actually really scary. But there's this mattress that's got slits cut like horizontally. So it's created to Spoon. Yeah. So you can put your arm like down because you've anybody ever spooned on watching this thing that you, you spoon and then somebody's laying in your arm and then you get a dead arm but then you you don't want to tell your spouse to move because they're super comfortable with your arms dying. Now, well, this mattress solves that problem. Now, this mattress terrifies me because we get critters in the house. Like we live in Delaware and all kinds of centipedes. No matter how clean the house is, like you get these crazy beetles. I can just imagine having my arm down in the mattress and then something like being alive in there. I'm like, so if anybody's got a new invention that's better than the spooning mattress, help us sure out. That's please. not what it's called, but it's an interesting concept. That's I think I bet you people 
to Google the Spoonie matches and then <laughs> buy that one. Because that's the only reason it's for. There's it's no point. It's really only for that. Because it cuts this way in the mattress. It doesn't cut this way. You don't just go sleep like this and then put your <laughs> arms and sink in. No, you don't do that. So, yeah. We encourage you to go over into Spoon. Yes. But if you like space, like we have a split king, which is amazing. It's mm -hmm. like two separate beds. Like, and it's got the little center thingy. And now we got two separate mattresses. So now you can go over and have during time either on Tempur-Pedic and feel because like you're sinking in quicksand or you can feel hard as rock. Have sleeping issues. We like all have I sleeping. talk in my sleep and I can tend to do things oh, in my man. sleep. I think, do I still have one of those tags? What, no, what, I, what, what? I, I think I saved one comment from sleeping. What that I did. Yeah. See, I talk in my sleep and I don't remember what I say or what I do. Wife, um, oh, wifey's words in sleep. Am I authorized to say it? Or okay. Am I, am I yes. It's nothing offensive, but so, so when she goes to sleep and the spoon is over, goes over one time, she, and I miss it all the time. She's crazy as crap. It's so funny. <laughs> I wish I could just remember every night to go do this, but maybe one day we'll just put up like wifey's funny talks at night post, but it says, you told me that you owe my socks when they are born. <laughs> I was like, what? I need to write this down. You told me that you owe my socks when they are born. And I'm like, you're birthing socks right now? What do I owe them? I have no idea. I'm like, you owe my socks when they are and born. I, I'm dead that, maybe, maybe fresh out of the bag, you owe the socks like a phrase or money. Because I have no recollection of any of these conversations i i'm telling you you could write a whole comic on the crap i say and, uh, and and for me it's like i just sleep like a hurricane so it's like well not like a hurricane it's like well, a controlled you hurricane snore very loudly though uh, she's jealous because i have big nostrils but no anyway, you snore it's okay um, and i'm not in denial of that because i don't hear myself but yeah before you go to sleep spoon so <laughs> that's that's number one number two and again guys tend not to do this as much as ladies do talking. The average man speaks about 50,000 words. The average woman speaks 100,000 words. Daniel Faust speaks 150,000. I'm not talking for you. But I'm not going to come in like Daniel, Daniel's like, uh, can, can you come over and talk to my wife? I don't like this part. No, you're not hiring me. Sorry, I don't get consulted for that. But talking, they want to connect. You know, it might be some things that they're thinking about. It might be worries. It might be concerns. It might be future things. There's a lot of things that get inspired in that, right? Because mm -hmm. you're getting a dose. You're getting dopamine, oxytocin, ser serotonin, and epinephrine. You're getting like five natural drugs. You don't need to go buy it on the street. Go have sex in marriage to go over and get your dose. So, but talking can be engaged on that. So be prepared to go over and to talk. You know, you want to set your boundaries, of course. You know, you don't want to. Be like, let's go deal with that conflict we just had. It wasn't sex supposed to. But sometimes that happens. So give yourself a leverage to go over and talk. And if guys, you're the talker too, and your lady's not, have some bandwidth that way. So it can be both sides. It's naturally more the guy, but we're like opposite. We're completely opposite. Every marriage book was written against us. Go over and DNA relationships. And I'm like, that's not me, but I relate to her. This ain't me. I relate to him. So talking is key. Talking is key. Next one is thanking. You know, there's going to be times that one spouse or the other just doesn't want it. And what Michelle talked about earlier sometimes, and even I did, is to say, hey, you be sacrificial. You serve your spouse. Mm -hmm. you, you serve them in intimacy. 
thank them for that. Maybe it's in words. Maybe you ordered flowers and FTDs at the door. I locked the door. I didn't want anything during. No, <laughs> no. If FTD comes to your door after you're done, you're amazing. Good timing. You're amazing. Number one, if you got that delivery planned out. Number two, is the guy or girl creeped out because the delivery is there? And third, what were you doing during that time? Were you texting? Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> Figuring that out, you know. It's a full contact sport. If you're you're contacting your phone, I don't know, but thanking them. Stay off your phone during them. that time, thank, guys. Thank, and girls. Girls and guys. And then, you know, as a general we're just gonna go over and clear it up. So thanking them for their maybe maybe it's a letter afterwards, maybe it's a text afterwards, maybe it's like you went to sleep and it's just a quick thank you, I love you, those types of things. Going on and being appreciative because hey, it's a full contact sport. And for some people, as we get older. There's a lot more limbs that hurt and other things, so you might want to be thankful. It doesn't take a lot to get injured as you get older. So. Oh, yeah. You ever, <laughs> hear, you ever hear those jokes about waking up hurt when you sleep? Oh, yeah. I've been doing that for years. Mm -hmm. So jaw gets locked up. Legs get locked up. You start hearing cracking. You're like, it's not the wood boards. It's your body instead. So thanking them for going over and being sacrificial. And lastly, and certainly not least, is that, hey, sex ain't over. And you're like, you are you know, you want this marriage to last a life. So reconnecting as you are connecting in the morning or later in the afternoon or whatever time is that reconnecting throughout the day and throughout mm -hmm. those times in between. Because you could have did all the wooing, got there afterwards, but then you do that. And it's just like, well, then that taints the experience. Well, and it's it's really good just to keep always reconnecting because you know like if you're you know skipping intimacy and not reconnecting and you're assuming that you're gonna have tomorrow tomorrow's never guaranteed and the day you have with your spouse is the only day you have with your spouse and you know the, the, there's nothing worse than having regrets by putting off intimacy and that connection with the spouse and then say something happens the next day or or, you know, life happens and you don't get the chance. You can never assume you're going to get the chance beyond the current moment you're in. So I'm getting a tattoo tomorrow and it's going to name her Gertz. Yes, YOLO. <laughs> YOLO. YOLO. No, actually, I, I, I don't. I, I am going to get my tattoos. But YOLO? No, I'm not going to get YOLO. <laughs> I'm going to get three rusty nails and a hammer on this arm and I'm going to get the other arm done. Well, it's going to say perseverance and have a scripture reference. So I already have one. So that's what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So maybe, and don't do that during, you could do it before, depending on how much the before is. A little weird after, especially if it's late time. Oh, wife's like, I'm done. Let's get to the superhero challenge. All right. So we are done for today. I want to thank you all for joining. This might be an awkward conversation for you. You can put the comments afterwards if you want to go over and ask those questions. Your superhero challenge for today is playing Tuesday morning quarterback review. Remember Monday Night Football come up again in September? Tuesday morning quarterback review goes over and does this. It's going over and looking over the game. So now you're looking over your sexual game. You don't have to put this in the comments. You don't feel comfortable because you're going to go talk to your partner. Where is your A game? Are you just a during partner? And you're like, yeah, but before and in, after not so much. Maybe you're the before partner, but then... The during, you, you kind of, it's all about you in that particular regard. Uh, or maybe you're the before and during, and then after it goes over and it's like, I'm going narcoleptic. <sighs> you know, so where is it? I know for me, my after game needs to be worked on. My before game's okay. My during game, I think, is fantastic. But my after game's kind of, 
That's why I put cuddling there to learn. I got a spoon now because it's upgrade. It's time to upgrade. So where's your A game? Where can you improve on? But you compare notes with your partner. I shared and be a little vulnerable, but that's my choice. You can go over and choose if you want to be. Remember, it's social media. So, you know, choose your words wisely. But we highly encourage you to get back with your partner to go and do that because that's how you get better intimacy frequency. You got to be comfortable talking about it because we're going to talk about other things later on, not this month about got to get fun and not not the kids in that regard, but the, the, that's going to happen in that game and everything else. And you become more comfortable as you go over and compare notes with your partner because it will help you in other things too. So have fun being that Tuesday morning quarterback review. We want to thank you for going over and watching us. And again, you probably only watch because my wife's all beautiful and that's it. 250% more views. We got a comment before we go. We're going to go there. And again, you can comment anytime. You don't have to wait until we're almost hung up. It's almost like a telephone conversation. Where's the mouse? You ain't working. Let's see. If I don't have a partner, should I still practice my stroke game? Blitz, um, I would go over and say that is under your own discretion on that particular regard. But basically, when you do get a partner, you can figure out that quote-unquote stroke game. Because we really don't need practice. We are humans. We know how to go over and do that. But that is your choice. You know, intimacy is a skill and it's always something worth looking into and, 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 and getting better at. I mean, you don't have to try to get better at it, but if you want to always be improving and learning, it's not, it's definitely not a bad idea. I'm just going to say from the marriage perspective, and, and I caution with this, but if you're practicing that game in the sense of going over and with porn, you're really going to scar yourself in that particular regard because now you have images of what you think your spouse is going to be, girl or guy. Yeah, porn is a really, really horrible representation of what actual intimacy is. It doesn't set a good mm -hmm. foundation mentally for an actual real relationship with anyone. Yeah. So, so you also probably want to, you know, we're, we're not medical experts, but you might want to check with your doctor on that particular thing to go figure out if that's actually beneficial. We're not sexual health doctors, but... Again, our, I would say our recommendation is you probably don't want to go over and relate that to porn because you're very whatever, rarely going to have Whenever you do it, just, you know, you put a lot of thought behind it and just, just be safe about it. Mm -hmm. so that's, yep. Get thank good, you for the comment. Get, it's get really good, wonderful to have people interacting. Yep. Get good, wise counsel. Mm -hmm. But, yep, you know, hopefully you get that partner one day, you go over and you get married, and then you don't have to practice a stroke game because now a stroke game can be practiced with your best friend. And it's so much better in that regard than it is by yourself. I was, I was unmarried, not married for 25 years. That, 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 that short game just, it just festers into just disappointment, you know? So again, your choice, you do what you got to do blitz, but thank you for the comment. So how do we get back to we're going to go back to our banners. To yep. We're going to go back. I so again, your, it. your superhero challenge is that what is, where's your A game? How can you improve on it? compare notes with your partner and go from there. And we want to thank you for going over and joining us again. Every military veteran and first responder gets 20 minutes free to go and connect. So blitz, if you're a military veteran, first responder, we can talk more about it. Uh, first 20 minutes is free. So love to go and connect. And we want to thank you all for joining. And uh, we will see you on the flip side on Saturday, talking about sexual personality style. So we're going to get more in depth on how to connect with your spouse in the bedroom, specifically on how their style is. So that'll be Saturday at 10 a.m. All right, so thank you for joining. I'm going to hit the end broadcast. Looks like I'm looking everywhere. Sorry about that. My mm -hmm. eyes just darted everywhere.